Hello, Fangirl Nation. This is Tracy Sandler, 49ers Fangirl and founder and CEO of Fangirl Sports Network. And welcome to the first episode of the Fangirl Talk podcast. You may have known this podcast as Talking Touchdowns, but it's a new season and we got ourselves a new pod. I am joined as always by my co-host, Stephanie McCarroll, Jaguars Fangirl. Hello, Stephanie. Hello, Tracy. This is certainly exciting to have a new podcast and, of course, a new football season. It certainly is. I am excited to get into it, talk some NFL season. I cannot believe week one is upon us, and it's going to be a big season. Uh, For anybody who has missed it, here at Fangirl Sports Network, we now have 32 fangirls covering every NFL team. As I mentioned, Steph is Jaguars fangirl. You may also know her as Warriors (laughs) fangirl. Um, And let's get into it. It is going to be a big week. The season opens on Thursday with the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Atlanta Falcons, which should be a really, really good football game. And then we get right into it. I think we'll actually start with our teams. Uh, Both Steph and my teams suffered major injuries on offense. Steph, why don't you start with the Jags? Yeah, Marquise Lee went down, and of course, that's a big hit because he was definitely one receiver that, you know, the number one receiver that, you know, we were looking forward to um, seeing what he could produce. Last season, he had good numbers, and we were hoping to that, um, you know, we would just have some luck on offense for the Jags. But when he went down, um, you know, it was the next man up. And we'll see exactly who's going to end up being that number one receiver. Of course, we don't, we have the tight ends too, but it's going to be an interesting dynamic. But they, um, you know, it looks like there's a lot um, of options and they're preparing for it. Well, and luckily for the Jaguars, the old adage often rings true that defense wins championships and the Jacksonville Jaguars do have probably one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league. Uh, So does that give you, does that give you a lot of confidence going into this weekend's matchup against the giants? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I think the Jags with last season's success, you know, they come into, you know, sort of a tough part for the Jags, you know, it's prosperity and expectations. Now, you know, they've had a decade of like changing and front office changes, but you know, QB instability and, you know, just a lot of losing. So now when they've reached the AFC championship game, you know, it's really something that now they have to really, you know, continue to build upon that success. And, you know, the Jacksonville defense is probably, I think it's the NFL's best and, you know, defense. And I think the offense is, has been fine tuned. So I think that, Um, There's no reason to believe that the Jags won't return to the playoffs. I think there's a lot of good things going for them, um, including, you know, the tailback Leonard Fournette. Um, We know we got a big all pro um, left guard and Andrew Norwell. So I think that's going to help the run game. I think there's a lot of positives. And I think actually I'm going to digress from talking about the 49ers for a minute because we are on a little bit of this defensive train and we saw, over the last few days, some pretty major defensive contracts, um, which shows just how important it is. Obviously, Aaron Donald for the Rams signed a six-year, $135 million contract, $40 million signing bonus, and over $86 million guaranteed, which is an incredibly large number (laughs) in the NFL, um, but shows what an important part of that defense he is and how important the defense is. And then in Northern California, on the other side of the bay – 
The Raiders did the absolutely unthinkable in trading probably their best player overall and maybe the best defensive player in the league, if not one of the best players in the league, Khalil Mack to the Chicago Bears because they thought his contract demands were too high. The Bears did not. So the Bears have extended him for six years, $141 million with a $34 million signing bonus. $34 $34 million signing bonus and $90 million guaranteed. Raiders fans are up in arms. I do not blame them. I can't think of a time where a team took an elite player in the prime of his career and said, we're not going to pay you. We are going to pay a coach who hasn't coached in a long time, a hundred million dollars, <laughs> but we're not paying Khalil Mack. I mean, if you were a Raiders fan staff, what would you do right now? Oh, I I don't know what the Raiders are doing. I just to be honest with you, I you know I know they paid Derek Carr. I know that it's typically what teams do. They pay the quarterback. But I think what's interesting about it all is Aaron Donald is sort of changing away that the market for defensive players is, and I think that that's great. I mean, he basically is holding out to get the money, and there's. You know, I know that there's fans that'll, you know, complain about holdouts because of the contract situation. But if you are a top-notch player, that's really your only option because they don't renegotiate. They won't renegotiate against themselves. So the only way you have to try to get paid better is to, you know, hold out. And if you're good enough, every player at the top of their position should do it because it's it's it works for those players I'm talking about a marquee player that um, can get you know garner that type of money I agree with you 100% I know Raiders fangirl woke up Saturday morning and I saw an early morning tweet from her she saw the news and she tweeted and said I'm going back to bed now and I don't blame her I just I just can't get over it I don't know what the Raiders are doing I'm not entirely sure the Raiders know what the Raiders are doing I think it's going to be a very tough season uh, in Oakland, but we shall see. And actually on Saturday, we'll go back to the Niners now. It was kind of a tough day to be a Bay Area NFL fan. 49ers biggest free agent signing, Jarek McKinnon, uh, star running back who was going to be really the most perfect fit in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Last play of practice, non-contact injury, tore his ACL and is out for the season, which is just on a, it's devastating on a football level. I do not want to overstate life issues, but on a football level, I think it is devastating. I do still think the offense will be strong. I have a lot of confidence in Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Alfred Morris and Matt Breida will share those running back duties. And, you know, I think it may change week to week as to who's going to start at running back depending on you know who, the defense and who they're playing. Um, but mm-hmm. I think they're going to share those duties. But it's going to be tough. And that was a pretty dynamic part of the offense. We saw a lot of that in training camp and practice. Um, but unfortunately, that is football. Uh, and that's that's the breaks. Um, I've said for a while, I think the 49ers will contend for a wild card spot. There are obviously things still that need to be worked on in that team. There are some pass rush issues. We'll see how much the McKinnon thing does affect the offense. I still think they'll contend 
for a wild card playoff spot, um, which would be a massive improvement. Even even if they go eight and eight, I think fans should be very happy about the direction of the team. Um, and they start this weekend in Minnesota, which is kind of a fun game from a storyline perspective also as Kirk Cousins, a very high-paid quarterback, um, highly paid quarterback, will be starting for the Vikings. And of course, many people thought, and rightly so, that he was going to be the heir apparent quarterback once he became a free agent in San Francisco. And then in comes Jimmy Garoppolo, and that changes everything. So it's going to be, it's kind of a fun you know, outside storyline from a game perspective, Minnesota has yeah. an excellent defense. Um, it'll be, I think it'll be an, an interesting good game. I'm not sure that the 49ers will win it, but I'm not <laughs> sure that they won't. So nobody get mad at me. Uh, but I think it'll be a good game and a good test. Um, and, you know, the Jimmy Garoppolo era continues. Everyone in the Bay Area or in that part of the Bay Area is very excited about it. So uh, we shall see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota is really, you know, looking pretty strong on both sides of the ball. I'm impressed. And, you know, of course, Cousins, you know, uh, being there, he definitely has improved the offensive, you know, side of the game a lot. I think the 49ers have a very tough first test in that game, and it's on the road. So I'm just curious how you guys are going to handle it if Jimmy G gets a loss. (laughs) Well, and I think, you know, I go back and forth and obviously my opinion will have no effect on how it actually happens. I go back and forth. Is it better for him to get that loss early on the road against a tough team or is it better to not? I guess it's better to not get the loss again. My opinion on what's better or worse is not going to have any effect on it. (laughs) Um, But I think that the Fort Anders fans have to prepare themselves that Jimmy Garoppolo will lose a game at some point (laughs) or a few. Um, And it's okay. It doesn't mean the world's coming to an end. But this, you are right. This is a very tough test on the road um, coming off the McKinnon injury, which that would have also been a great storyline because the Vikings, they're McKinnon's former team. Um, So we shall see. It'll be, I think this game will be a really good gauge and test for the 49ers as to where they are. Um, and how they're going to do. But I think they will compete. No matter what, I do oh, believe yeah. they will compete in this game. Uh, so I'm excited to see you know what happens out there on the field. It's so funny because you have training camp in the preseason and a whole offseason of free agent signings and the drafts and so much discussion, and now it's here. Uh, and then right now everybody's 0-0. And right. come – Tuesday morning next week that won't be the case come Monday morning for most of the teams that won't be the case um but that is what makes football fun and then the other thing I think we all do is overreact week one on both sides so we've seen with the 49ers a number of years well a couple years where they started week one win a dominant win and then went on not to win again or (laughs) win very few times and, <laughs> and then we've seen, and so, and then on the other side of the ball, we've seen teams lose teams that everybody had high expectations for. And then it was like, Oh my, were we wrong? So, you know, that's the fun of week one, but also remember it's all going to be okay. It's just week one, but I think it, it's going to be a good one. And then, you know, I mentioned the matchup between the Eagles and the Falcons. Those are two NFC powerhouses. That's going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, it looks like Nick Foles will be starting that game which means Carson Wentz must not be uh, entirely 100%. So that will be interesting. Um, 
Matt Ryan and the Falcons. So that should be a really good game and it should be a, a weekend of matchups. Steph, are there any other teams that you're kind of excited about this season just to watch and see how they progress? You know, I'm, I'm curious to see with every, everybody kind of fled Seattle, you know, how they're going to do, how it's going to look with Russell Wilson. I like the word fled. <laughs> fled. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I they, like uh, it. I like fled. Flew away. Everybody's <laughs> gone. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious to see how they're going to do. The Rams to me have always been on my radar. I, I really have wondered what they're going to do. Um, I think they're going to be big contenders. Um, and they're, you know, they're, they want it. They have a lot of hungry players there and a lot of players that have went there specifically for a chance at a title. So that's going to be interesting. I do think, of course, the Jags are going to be, all, you know, in the hunt. I think that there's a lot of good teams here um, and, you know, any given Sunday, of course. But there's there's some teams that have really improved on both sides of the ball. And it's exciting to see for me, you know, the NFL changing a little bit that there's a, you know, there's new um, blood you know, being born, so, so to speak. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm predicting a Rams-Vikings NFC Championship game. Of course, a million things would have to happen between now, now and then, so it's way, way, way too early for that prediction. But I am predicting that, and I think that could be quite a game. And I actually think the Bears, you know, we talked about Khalil Mack. I think the Bears are building – a really good football team in Chicago and they get discounts a lot because they are the bears. And often it seems they're building a good football team and things go terribly wrong. But I think they might be one of those dark horse um, candidates to watch uh, to make it far in the playoffs or at least make it to the playoffs, which they have not done a number of years. But I actually think that that team is going to surprise a lot of people. Um, So Hmm. we'll see. I, I, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl, but I think, they're going to be fun to watch. And I think they're building something in Chicago that may actually work for the first time in a long time. Um, so, so, I mean, like in a very, very long time, but I do think they have a good young quarterback in Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, and I think they've done some things this off season to improve aside from Khalil Mack, which is of course the biggest one, but they've done other things this off season yeah, uh, to improve. But you know, a player like Khalil Mack changes the entire makeup of a team. 100 percent yeah it can yeah it can and it and he you know he was very very popular in the Raiders locker room which is another reason why I don't understand it at all but he was one of the main you know guys and I you know he's he's well liked he is a leader on the field he like you said he can change the dynamic of a defense I mean he's definitely um somebody to build around so I mean, good good for the Bears, you know, to to pull that off. And they even got some trades out of it, which I think is completely crazy because, I mean, if the, I, don't I mean, if the Raiders are going to give away their best player, they had to give away trades too. Uh, it was crazy. It's literally crazy. I don't know what <laughs> is going on in Oakland, but maybe, hey, listen, maybe we're wrong. Maybe Oakland's going to just surprise us all, but I don't have particularly uh, – High hopes about it. Um, I think. Another- I mean, they would have to. I'm sorry. Yeah, they would have to like blow. Raiders would have to. I mean, obviously they're in rebuilding, in my mind right now. But they would have to have an excellent two-year draft these next two years, because I, I just don't see it. I mean, they even gave away a pick for um, uh, 
Bryant, Martivius Bryant, who was suspended for a whole year and is going to be suspended this year, and they gave up a pick for just somebody that's not even going to play. It's just well, amazing. They, they, and they cut him. <laughs> and they gave a pick away i don't get it yeah i don't i don't know what is going on over there but that will be kind of an interesting one to watch i think another kind of interesting thing to watch this season which has happens a number of seasons but we have a lot of rookie quarterbacks um that are be fun sam darnold was announced as the jet starter making him the youngest quarterback to start a season i believe i have that information correct which i think will be cool i know usc fans feel strongly that darnold will do really well in the NFL. So that will be good to watch. Unfortunately, he does play for the Jets. And so he's going to have pieces around him that may be missing, but will be kind of fun to watch him. It'll be fun to see what happens with Josh Rosen in Arizona. And of course, let's not forget the team that is always interesting to watch. If nothing else, the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield. However, I think the Browns, I mean, I don't want to get too excited, but I do think they might win a few games this year. Yeah, I'm hoping. I mean, you know, I there's a long-suffering fan base over there, you know, in Cleveland. And a loyal one. Um, Bless their hearts. They are such a loyal, loyal fan, loyal, fan yeah. base. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I, I don't ever want to see them do badly. So, I'm, you know, I'm hoping that there's – I know the Browns fangirl is, is hoping that they're going to have a really good season – I, I don't, you know, it, it's hard to say. I haven't seen enough of them do well to see if they're even on the, you know, a track that can pick up any momentum. But I mean, they can only go up, right? Yes. Yeah, when you, yeah, you could. They're literally, literally, there is nowhere to go but up for them, which I think is a big positive. But it will be interesting to to see how Baker Mayfield progresses there. Uh, I know there's been a lot of chatter and thoughts about him, and is he really that good? Did they just you know, draft Johnny Manziel all over again. I actually don't believe they did. I think that they potentially have something in Baker Mayfield. I don't think he's Johnny Manziel. I think um, that it could potentially work. So we'll see what happens in Cleveland. And then one other team that I don't want to discount uh, are the Los Angeles Chargers, who also are all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, but have a very strong defense. I think Derwin James may provide a piece that was missing. I mean, obviously that defense has been unbelievable for a couple of years now. Um, but that is a team that last year showed a lot of promise and then things went downhill, but I don't want to discount them. I actually think the LA chargers may end up being a strong team. I think they've, they're starting to build something there. Uh, so we shall see if that 20,000 person stadium can be filled um, and with actual chargers fans, but I think if they play well and the 49ers are actually playing them um, September 30th. Uh, so we'll be, I mean, they played them in the preseason game a couple weeks ago, but it wasn't quite the same team. And we'll, as we'll see on the 30th, but um, I'm interested to see how that goes. I'm really interested to watch Derwin James. That was a player I was very, very high on during the draft um, and, and good for them. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And, you know, last year too, they had, they were plagued with a lot of injuries. So, you know, that can kill a season in itself. So if they make these improvements, you know, I, you know, there's, there's a lot to look forward to on any, on, on in a lot of these teams. I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff. So it's, it should be a really good season to watch. I'm excited to watch football again and starting you know, it's going to, it's just going to be great. And I think what's really cool. So we're going to be doing this podcast every Tuesday 
um, and it will be going live on Tuesdays at, at 5 p.m. And, you know, we're talking about these teams today, but a week from now we're going to be talking probably about a couple of these teams and then maybe entirely different teams. So that's the very fun and exciting thing about an NFL season. Um, and it wouldn't be a podcast with me and Steph or it wouldn't be complete at least this week without talking about one of our favorite subjects, uh, and that is Colin Kaepernick, uh, somebody who will not be playing in any games this season, but who made quite the splash yesterday with the announcement from Nike that he will have his own branded line, and, you know, good for them. I think it's – I just think it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, there's no complaints about, you know, from me. I mean, I know that there's, you know – was quite the splash. I mean, the the statement is there, though. I mean, he, you know, he did, you know, sacrifice a lot as, you know, namely his job, you know, in an effort to stand up for something that he believed it, believed in. And I, you know, you can't fault a person for doing it, whether you agree with it or not. You know, he, he was willing to take the risks and he did it. And I think it was a smart move by Nike to, um, you know, show that. I think they can see their demographic. They see the people that... Um, definitely um, buy their products and they're and most of them do support cap so it's an interesting dynamic to see how the NFL will respond to that considering that Nike makes their jerseys mm-hmm. um, but I think from a business perspective and to show where they stand on the issues I think it was a it was a smart choice for them and I and as a supporter of Colin Kaepernick and his you know right to voice his opinion I just, I felt like sports have never been, you know, entirely separate from all these political things. So I think that, I think it's important that, you know, sports and athletes in general stand up for what they believe in. There's a lot of kids out there and then, and if this, and it's a very important issue that needs to be addressed at some point. So police brutality and systemic racism is, is a problem in this country. So it's, it's good that they're bringing a light. hundred percent. And I saw this morning Charles Robinson had tweeted that um, if Nike had not done deal, the deal with Kaepernick, I think it was, I believe he said Puma and Adidas were already circling and, and wanting to talk to him. So, you know, it does give me hope that there may be actual change and that he's brought about actual change. And I just want to say when we started about talking about Colin Kaepernick, my dog Cappy barked. I just, why you notice she's been quiet the entire time and that was her moment to bark so I don't want to make I don't want to say for sure she knew but it does seem like quite a coincidence um but if anybody who's ever listened to Steph and I know we are big fans of Colin Kaepernick um more even off the field for what he's done off the field than what he's done on obviously big fans of the Super Bowl run and all those things but uh the attempted Super Bowl run but um what he's done off the field, I think is very important. And I do applaud Nike for, you know, taking this on. I think it's, it's fantastic. Um, so that's what we have. Steph, should we do like a way, way, way too early Super Bowl prediction? Uh, I, well, we can, but you guys can't hold us to these I, because keep in mind it's September. Yeah, 4th, yeah, yeah. So just keeping that in mind, you can't hold us to these. Ugh. Um, I, I'm going to say Jags. I think she might be go. biased, but we're going to give it to her. She is Jaguars fangirl after I, all. Uh, well, I think Jalen Ramsey has like, you know, 
<laughs> the cockiness has rubbed off on me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, you know, I really, really like the Rams. I really like oh, them. I think the Rams uh, are going to be we'll really, see. really good. Um, I am going to mention this in some other content that will air this week, but a psychic told me at a birthday party a couple months ago that a team in purple <laughs> would be going to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to have to say the Vikings yeah. are going to go. Um, so we'll see. I still am not going to discount the team that everybody, I was going to say loves to hate, but I think everybody just hates to hate them. Um, in the Patriots, I think this is Tom's last year and I don't, I won't discount them, but it's early. It's very, very early. Maybe Steph will do a mid-season Super Bowl prediction um, and see where we're at and how we feel about that. Um, but it is NFL week one. This is the Fangirl Talk podcast. We are going to be with you all season long. Uh, and we will also be talking about the NBA when it comes back sooner rather than later. Uh, there will be no sports topic left unturned on the Fangirl Talk podcast. So thank you so much for joining us. We'll be talking to you every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We will have guests throughout the season. And if there's anything else you'd like us to talk about and things that we miss that you want to hear more about, please feel free to tweet us. I'm at 49ers Fangirl. Steph? Yes, and I'm at Jaguars F. G-S-N. Yep. Did you get that? Jaguars, F-G-S-N. And follow us also at Fangirl Sports. And if you want to follow your favorite team's Fangirl, it is T at Team F-G-S-N. Thanks for joining us. We will be talking to you next week. Bye, everybody. Have a good day. <laughs>